millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Nisa. Welcome to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. This is the story of the puzzling disappearance of Deitra McGuire and the unsolved murder of her daughter, Rashonda. Today's case is a quick one. When I stumbled across this case, I was gut-wrenched by the circumstances of the case and just how long this case has been unsolved. I want to give you guys a heads up that this case is very disturbing. One of the victims is a young child, and the details of the death are rather gruesome. So, prepare yourself. Deitra McGuire was only 23 years old when she vanished from her home in Lake City, Florida in the fall of 1988. Lake City is in Columbia County, Florida. As of 2022, the population was 12,329. So, back in 1988, it was probably a very small town. Lake City is known as the Gateway to Florida because it is adjacent to the intersections of Interstate 75 and Interstate 10. Before Dietra disappeared, she was living in Lake City at the Gatorwood Apartments off Huntsboro Street with her boyfriend and her two children. Dietra had a daughter who was two years old, and her name was Rashonda. As I just mentioned, Dietra had two children, but I couldn't find any information about the age or the name of the other child. Where Dietra lived was a convenient location, especially as a young mom. Dietra's parents lived within the same apartment complex, and her family was always nearby in case she needed anything. The day Dietra disappeared seemed like a normal day. No one could have expected what would soon come. On November 2nd, 1988, around 7 p.m., Dietra left her apartment to head out on a quick shopping trip with her two-year-old daughter, Rashonda. And somewhere along the way, something happened to the mother and daughter because Dietra and Rashonda never returned home. Two hours after Dietra and Rashonda left for their shopping trip, police were called to a very gruesome and horrifying incident on Interstate 10. That night, a trucker was driving down the highway and spotted something strange on the road. It's unclear if he hit what was in the middle of the road or not, but when he stopped to see what it was, he was shocked by what he saw. He realized it was the body of a young child. There was another driver who saw what happened, and they pulled over to help. When he saw the body of a young child in the road, he quickly sped off to a nearby business and called the police. 
When the police assessed the scene, they noticed that the body of the young child was lying in the road on eastbound Interstate 10 between Highway 441 and Highway 41. They determined that the child was a girl, and she had some very upsetting injuries to her body. There was road rash, bruises, scratches, and abrasions. It was also determined that her neck was broken, her head was bleeding, and she had no pulse. Life-saving efforts were attempted on the little girl, but she was pronounced dead on arrival at Shands Lakeshore Hospital. One day later, the Columbia County Sheriff's Office released a photo of the girl to the public. They needed the public's help because they didn't know the child's identity, and of course, they needed to notify the family of what happened and investigate who would place this two-year-old girl in the middle of an interstate. It was obvious that this was a homicide investigation. And the first step to finding the killer was learning the victim's identity. Pretty quickly, the sheriff's department received a tip about Dietra and Rashonda's disappearance. And the sheriff went directly to Dietra's parents' apartment to speak with them. During the visit, police showed Dietra's parents the picture of the girl found on the interstate. And Dietra's parents identified her as their granddaughter, Rashonda. Of course, an autopsy was conducted on baby Rashonda. However, I can't tell you the cause of death, as the cause of death has not been shared publicly. However, some have speculated that Rashonda may have been thrown from a moving vehicle. The idea that someone threw this helpless, innocent baby out of a moving vehicle, knowing it would kill her, makes me sick. My brain simply can't comprehend how someone has that in them. It's pure evil. Dietra's vehicle, a black 1988 Nissan Sentra, was later found at an LNG truck stop in Ellisville, Florida. When police located the car, they could find no sign of Dietra at the scene or any clues about where she could be. So at this point, investigators were certain that Rashonda had been murdered, and they were fairly certain that Dietra was not the one who killed Rashonda. They believed that whoever murdered Rashonda also played a part in Dietra's disappearance. Investigators immediately suspected Dietra's live-in boyfriend. After all, he was most likely the last person to have seen them alive, and he was also one of the closest people to Dietra. And, as we know, the majority of homicide victims intimately know their killer. So, it just made sense to bring in Dietra's boyfriend for questioning, and to consider him as a person of interest in the case. Reportedly, days after Rashonda's body was found, Dietra's boyfriend was given a polygraph test, a polygraph test that he ended up failing. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know my personal feelings about polygraph tests. I'm not a fan of them. As someone who suffers from anxiety disorders, a polygraph test is literally my worst nightmare. Just thinking about it now is making my palms sweat. Also, polygraph tests are not relied upon in court for good reason. For me, a failed polygraph test is not enough to say whether someone did or did not commit a crime. I think it can confirm someone's culpability when taken into consideration with other evidence, specifically physical evidence, but I don't think it's enough alone. And in the case of Dietra and Rashonda, the failed polygraph test was all the Columbia County Sheriff's Department had on Dietra's boyfriend and that wasn't enough. Since then, the boyfriend has not been charged in Dietra's case, and no one has ever been charged in Rashonda's murder. It has been over 30 years since Rashonda's murder and Dietra's disappearance. Reportedly, the Sewanee Valley Unsolved Cold Case team continues to investigate this case, and it is believed that Dietra was most likely murdered. 
I feel this case is desperately in need of more media attention. It's been decades since the investigation began, and there seems to be no progress in the case. I think it's time to try new tactics, and a great tactic is seeking public help through the form of tips. I find it hard to believe that no one out there knows what happened to this mother and daughter, even if it's just a sneaking suspicion or a conversation that seemed inconsequential back then but really sticks out now. Unfortunately, Dietra's disappearance and Rashonda's murder remain unsolved. I am sure that their family has never stopped thinking about them and missing them. And I can't help but think of Dietra's other child, of how much they lost that day, a mother and a sister. I also can't help but think of what Dietra must have endured that day. I really hope she didn't have to witness her daughter's death. I can't imagine the pain and the fear that would have paralyzed her. Dietra McGuire is an African-American female with black hair and brown eyes. At the time of her disappearance, she was 5'7 and 135 pounds. She was wearing a gray shirt, striped blue jeans, and pink bedroom slippers when she went missing. She drove a black 1988 Nissan Sentra with the Florida license plate number 729AWC. This vehicle has been accounted for. Dietra also has a mole on the right side of her neck and her ears are pierced. I want to remind you that it is never too late to solve this case and it's never too late to submit a tip. So if you have any information regarding this case, you are urged to contact the Columbia County Sheriff's Office at 386-758-1376. The agency case number is 881-103-124. The end of the episode has come. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment below on your thoughts about this case. What do you think happened to Dietra? Who do you think murdered baby Rashonda? That's it for me today. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.